Open your eyes. Wake up, Link. I'm Luke Summers. I'm James J. Miles. And I'm James the Jaster Stewart. And you're listening to Hyrofield Report. And Jas, what did we do last week? We were chatting about the Lanero wetlands. Going by the document I see in front of me. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And Jay, what are we up to this week? Well, this week, I think it's time to crack on with the main quest properly now that we've uh, traipsed our way up to Zora's Domain and find out just what the heck's going on! Before we do that, we've got not so much some Zelda news, but this week we've got some Hyrule Field Report news. Whoa! <laughs> um, finally bothered to look at our uh, Apple Podcast reviews. And it turns out our fans actually turned out. Yeah, yeah actually, fair few people leaving little reviews. Good, good to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really appreciate that. It was it was nice reading them, and uh, thank you for all your lovely words. Yeah, Liam Knopp said, "Good, very interesting." <laughs> Possibly my favourite anonymous Zelda player said, "You guys are true chads. Hope you are all having fun this summer." I, I did have a good summer, and thank you for <laughs> calling us chads. It's clearly the giga chad summer, right? <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> Khan says, I will buy that shirt if I can find it. I think the shirt we were talking about around that time was something about my body's the temple, too bad it's the wind temple, or something yeah, like that. I think it was a combined joke from me and you, Luke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from what I remember, but that was, that was back in the summer. We got another five-star review that just said, why did you keep reading? I gave you five stars. And we thank you for it. The Bird Lover said, Perfect, awesome, epic, great, etc. This podcast is so awesome and cool and great and fantastic and fun and epic and phenomenal and rad and fire. And I'm definitely not a 17-year-old who loves Zelda. Hey, if you're a 17-year-old who loves Zelda, so was I. (laughs) I was obsessed. And King says, Awesome! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Just the, the whole point of the, you know, this is just me feeling like an old man, but sitting that 17 year old fan um, was born the year Twilight Princess came out, which is staggering. Mm. Yeah, which is when I was 17. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're wow. old men. Yeah. But yeah, thanks a lot, guys, for writing Apple reviews and. If you're listening and you haven't done so yet, go ahead and give us five stars in a review and maybe six months after the fact we'll notice. <laughs> no, now that we realise that people are writing in, we'll try we should probably check them a bit more often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for those that... Uh, I'm bombed to like once a month or something, I don't know. Yeah, who knows. <laughs> now, you did say though, Luke, that there is no Zelda news update. However... Zelda news update. Um, yeah, I don't know if you saw this, but um, 
Nintendo had to get an Instagram video, like, hurriedly pulled down. Um, the Instagram video in question was, it was like a behind the scenes that uh, Universal Studios, I think in Florida, I want to say, one of them, um, not the Japan one, I know that much, and it was about um, Nintendo Land and they were building the, um, the Donkey Kong uh, mm. ride that's kind of getting built at the various Nintendo Lands about but some eagle-eyed fans had spotted in the background of like one of the kind of behind the scenes videos uh, Miyamoto having a chat with Aonuma who was on site and mm. people and the, the video was pulled down after people started leaving comments about this so people think that Aonuma probably wasn't meant to have been seen <laughs> on mm-hmm. camera potentially um, and they're kind of speculating that the next attraction that we're going to be seeing at the uh, Nintendo Lands within uh, Universal Studios. Nintendo getting that pulled down though just pure like pretty much confirms what everyone is probably yeah. thinking. If they <laughs> if they left it up, it could have just been like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I'll do mood visit, you know. Yeah, it's just <laughs> top chat to his pal, you know, that he's known for like God knows how many years. <laughs> I mean, it's not massively surprising, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it makes it. Uh, the, the surprising thing is that they did Donkey Kong second, to be honest. I guess just with the Mario movie, right? Like, yeah, and like the Minecraft as a ride. And the Mario connections sense, always so. been there with the whole jump yeah. thing as well. So. Yeah. But, like, with the Zelda movie being announced, it kind of makes sense mm-hmm. that they're going to be beginning planning and putting together a Zelda ride, potentially, whatever that may be. I was going to say, right, before we move on, pitch me your Zelda theme park attraction. Uh... Should I go first? Yeah, on you go. I'm thinking about Yeah, on you go if you've got one. Loftwing. Flight of the Loftwing. Mm. Yeah, that just yeah. makes perfect sense. For me, I was thinking, like... So there's a couple of attractions I've been to. One, one that I remember specifically, I think, was in like the London Dungeon attractions, where right. you sat in a chair, and it was as if Sweeney. This was around the time that um, Sweeney Todd was in cinemas that I remember going to see this, and it was as if, okay. Um, Sweeney Todd was going to give you a, a a very close shave, shall we say? Okay. Um, and <laughs> I'm thinking they could do this. But instead of, you know, Sweeney Todd, it's just Tingle hopping around, <laughs> making noises. You know, really ramp up the horror. <laughs> it's simply being in the presence of Tingle. <laughs> <That Who's... one. laughs> yeah. They got the cartographers like Johnny with Tingle all over like Hyrule. <laughs> Imagine that, a Tingle like masked, like. Costume character, or just or just a guy dresses Tingle like roaming around the park. <laughs> a shortly put together Tingle costume. <laughs> yeah, just some fat lad in, a, in his red pants and green bodysuit. Well, when I went to the um, the Mario part, it's um, it's you know how Disneyland you're not allowed to cosplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's not I, a thing at USJ. I didn't, I didn't know that, sorry. But, uh, okay. Yeah, you're mostly not allowed to because I think it's because they don't want kids to get you confused with the characters. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, that's not a rule at USJ. 
So loads of Mario's. So there are loads of Mario's. So now I'm thinking I want to go to USJ <laughs> if they ever do open a Zelda park and just be Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> just an uninvited Tingle walking around. Can't be too many people today, like news. that would want to cosplay as Tingle there, right? Like, you'd probably be the one or few, if not the only one. Mm-hmm. And in today's news, an English man has been arrested in USJ for indecent exposure. <laughs> yep. I could imagine the conversation, if they were trying to introduce the Tingle character, would be like, um, you know the Detective Pikachu movie? Yeah. And it had Mr. Mime in it. Yes. A- apparently the Pokemon company really tried to talk the director out of it. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> they like Mr. Mime? They were like, they were like Mr. Mime? Really? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, he's a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the point? <laughs> like, he is yeah. weird. <laughs> I, think, I think it worked really well in the end. I'm glad he's, he's stuck to his guns. But they were like, oh, uh, you want to use Mr. Mime? Really? <laughs> Imagine like, yeah. So we were thinking we we're gonna have a tingle actor walking around every day, and Miyamoto's gonna be like, "Eh, are you sure?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Really? Can I be him?" <laughs> but uh, yes, so that was a little, a little Zelda news update for you all. Right. So, yeah, we left off last time. We got as far, essentially, as um, the sort of the start of the river. So we had, like, Inogo Bridge and onwards. And then from there, as we start walking towards Aura's Domain, you pretty immediately see the change in architecture, like the weird blue. I guess the only thing I can compare the Zora's architecture to it's the Gungan City from episode one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of see what you're going for. For me, I I always saw it as more like elven architecture. Mm. Like Okay, like definitely if you're going to tie the, um, the Zelda races to like classic fantasy races, it's basically Gorons are dwarfs and Zoras are elves, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, like, for me, this is very much like a Lothlorien, or, you know, just mm-hmm. replace the forestry with a more aquatic theme, right? Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I like it, though. I mean, I think but... it really sets the Zoras apart from the rest of Hyrule. I mean, the, the Goran architecture is, you know, always hewed out of rock and metal, but a lot of buildings and Hyrule are built out of stone and iron, right? Like, it's not that far mm. removed. Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just usually more refined, obviously, if you compare, like, Hyrule Castle itself to any other bigger structures in Goron City, it's, mm-hmm. like, obviously, more elegant. But, yeah, you can't... None of the other races seem like they could build what the Zora built, basically. Mm. I don't know if it's got a name, like whatever metal they build out of. Like it's their adamantium or not, but mm. they definitely have a... Mithril. Yeah, M- Mithril would have been a better pull than adamantium, <laughs> actually, you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but keep on going up. We're going to see a bunch of Liz Alphos. We talked about how the races seem to have like their own equivalent villain race. Mm-hmm. And the Liz Alphos are definitely that for the Zora. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, you got to imagine they'll be like, try to keep the river clear of the Liz Alphos and that's mm-hmm. just, that's generally what I suppose in times of you know peace when they don't have giant sludge bombs falling out of the sky the uh, the Zora guards will be mostly preoccupied with keeping the river clear mm-hmm. and they're not as um... I presume they're not as common during times of non you know Ganon incident but I'm sure they still exist. Yeah. Mind you, I mean, in the... Uh, in the... Wait, have we spoken about the Demon King cutscene? We have, yeah. We, we spoke about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the last one we did. Yes, of course. Like, it does seem as though like, he spawns them from the Blood Moon. I don't know if that's just him resurrecting ones that have been felled already or whatever mm. happened, but... That's true, actually. Yeah, it seems like he creates them out of dark magic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right, maybe there are no no monsters at all when he's not around. Yeah. I've got Lord of the Rings in my brain, I'm just thinking that, like, when Ganon is is ever defeated, like, the ground opens up and swallows up all the all the orcs <laughs> or all the Lizalfos and Moblins in this instance. Possibly. Although, that makes you ask, like, because all the kingdoms have like a standing army. Are they? Do they have armies there in case they need to fight each other the rest of the time, or is it just that Ganon comes around so often? Uh I guess you could argue it's the latter. I guess there's there's bandits like Yiga and things like that they have to contend with, right? Yeah, true. Or Ganon but just like maybe yeah, the more I think, aggressive I think... like wildlife. Yeah, mm. I think in my head there are there are monsters all the time. There's just a huge uptick in them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. It does show him like fully creating them. Yeah, my my head canon head canon kind of aligns with yours there. Look, I think it makes more sense if there are you know infrequent monsters maybe kicking about in caves and things like that. But there there are hordes of them. In the times of the Blood Moon. The main shtick with um with the Lizalfos is A, they're the only ones that can go in the water. Any of the other monsters just die instantly when they touch it. And they tend to have a little ranged attack, like they can spit some water at you or later ice and electric. Yes. So if you're just trying to walk up to the the Zora's domain, they're going to be peppering you with pot shots. There's also a few Octoroks in the river. Especially, like, also, especially uh, annoying when they're in like a flowing river as well. Like, it's, like it's hard on Yeah, they can stay still, them, but like, you can't. Yeah. They also um, take on some characteristics like of a chameleon as well like they will blend into like rock faces and try and camouflage themselves like in the grass and things like that as well so oh yeah that can be a pretty cool little effect when they pull it off yeah because they're not 
they're not turning invisible in terms of like they disappear. They are still there, mm-hmm. but they they copy the texture of whatever's behind them. They're actually doing that effect. So if you're eagle-eyed, you can spot them. It's like old snakes camouflage in Metal Gear Solid Four. <laughs> yep. Why is Metal Gear? Yeah, why is Metal Gear the game of reference this year on the podcast? Because it's, it's the new, it's Metal Gear's the new Dark Souls, haven't you heard? I don't know. I don't know why it came to mind. I just genuinely immediately thought of. Blend it does, but like, like, no, I thought paper. you were mention. I thought you were going to mention Snake Eater. To be honest, like not MGS four. <laughs> Snake Eater, you have to like deliberately pick the um, the camouflage color. Yeah. In MGS4, he just automatically really? takes on that the color like around it. So that, I guess that is closer to yeah. yeah, that's closer to what the Lizalfos are doing. You know me; I would have just gone to the Predator. Mm-hmm. The Lizalfos had a hard life. <laughs> It's a hard luck life for us. Continuing up towards the um, towards the Zora's domain, though, eventually you'll start seeing stone tablets, which tell the history of the Zora. Um, and these were in Breath of the Wild, um, with like the history as told by King Dorafan, but they've actually been replaced with new ones written by Sidon. And I remember the very first one I saw was him talking about how great and cool and handsome and amazing Link is. (laughs) (laughs) And I was very happy. (laughs) It was pretty cool that they updated these, because I was like wondered like when I saw that for for the first time playing playing Tears of the Kingdom, I was like, are are these just going to be the same things that were in Breath of the Wild? So Mm -hmm. thankfully it's not, and they've actually updated them and they're worth like kind of visiting. Yeah. I can't remember. Do they give you an actual quest to see them in this game or not? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. 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 It's Breath of the Wild that does that. Yeah. So that's. I'm. Um, yeah. Again, I'm glad it's not just repeating that quest wholesale. But one or two of the tablets, or rather, I think one in. Breath of the Wild, and then another one in Tears of the Kingdom, uh, make reference to a very specific Zora. Uh, and not a Zora from these two games. It actually references Ruto, the uh, Zora princess from Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or, possibly, it could be saying that the sage in this game is named Ruto. Because we've yeah. been assuming that they have the same names as the Divine Beasts, but it never tells us that explicitly. Yeah, I mean, that's just us trying to... I think the only one that was kind of confirmed is if you go by Age of Calamity, I think they mentioned the Gerudo one is called Naboris. Um... Well, yeah, they mentioned that there was like a an older warrior that it's named after, yeah. Yeah. We put two and two together. I think it probably is supposed to be the implication, but it's not. It's never said out loud specifically. 
I mean, I think the is it is are they referring to Ocarina or is it uh, just another Ruto in across sort of history, perhaps even the Sage? I think it depends on how much you're into the whole timeline thing, right? Probably depends yeah. on how much you. I suppose you even care about treating this start this tablet and try to fill in the gaps. I mean, Ocarina's in the kind of timeline that is out there is meant to be near the start, right? Mm-hmm. And well, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the King—they're meant to be at the very end, as far as we can kind of tell. But then Tears of the Kingdom is meant to go back to, like, is that meant to be? How early is the Demon King stuff in Tears of the Kingdom supposed to be? Is that pre Ocarina of Time? Is it a later Ganon? Mm-hmm. To me, I I see it as basically. Ocarina, Skyward Sword. Uh, sorry, Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild, and Tears of the Kingdom could more or less sit in their own little timeline as a reboot. Yeah. I mean, I think we've touched on this before. The, the answer that I could have subscribed to is doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, yeah. does it? It's just fun. It's fun to, fun to talk about and things like that. Oh, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, think... I'm glad Nintendo never, like, go from a, a perspective of, like, okay, we've got to think about the lore first, then make the games. <laughs> yeah. I think their approach is correct. I but think, it is like, fun the, I think Nintendo know, like, the, it's just, like, fans are going to speculate anyway, so, like, they're just going to mm-hmm. go, yeah. like, full kind of headfirst into See, that I... and let people speculate. I think it was a mistake for Nintendo to ever put out an official timeline. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's... When fans are speculating about it and they would give little hints, that's fine. But like, it's called The Legend of Zelda. Like, I think it's meant to be a little inconsistent. It doesn't need to add up because it's... Each game is telling it as a legend yeah. from the previous game, right? Yeah. Like that little idea, though, like the Demon nice. King, like you see like the past... In the past, like kind of from the Dragon Tears and stuff, like that it may be, like before, like Ocarina. Like mm-hmm. I think it fits into the whole kind of the way Tears of the Kingdoms, like full kind of art, kind of story in the whole Ouro- Ouroboros, like kind of iconography, kind of mm. fits in in my mind at least. As I like a full kind of circle. Deal. The end is never the end. It's never the end. Yeah, I probably agree. But if you want to put all of the Zeldas in one big timeline, then, you know, go off, King. <laughs> I'm not against it. Just got to be prepared when the devs tell you that a wizard did it. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, and just blows your world right, apart, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh no! What have I been be- believing this entire time? A life wasted. There's also um, a little cave on the way up here, the Tabul Woods Cave, where we can get the. Um, I think it's a part of the climbing set. Or is that a cave later on? Uh, wrong cave, but you're cl- you're close. It's uh, okay. Yeah, it's like across <laughs> the the river from the Tabul Woods. 
It's the uh, Upland Zorona Byroad Cave. Um, and you can get the climbing boots in there. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are correct. You were close. Yeah, I just remember there was a cave around here. And before we know it, we arrive at Zora's domain itself, across the Great Zora Bridge. Yes. Or you arrive from underneath it like I did. <laughs> <laughs> or you arrive from above it like I did. Like, um... I think I may have actually swam up to it like Jas, but... I can't remember if we touched let's, the let's, let's pretend we did it all three ways. That sounds more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't remember if we touched upon it at the very tail end of the last week's episode. Um, but did we speak about, like, the... Like, kind of the water and everything here? Like, when you come in, like, it's not that kind of crystal blue. It's like almost like a... purpley colour? It might be misremembering, but it feels like it's a purpley colour. Well, yeah, the, um, <clears throat> I don't know about if the entire water is messed up, but yeah, the, the sludge is in effect. And yeah, I think you're right. I think the whole river is like, yeah, I think there's just certain Ghostbusters to like, River of It's mainly like kind of the central part of like Zora, Zora's domain itself that's kind of like the little portions of water that aren't kind of fully affected yet. Hmm. Maybe the I think the purple colour I've got in my head <laughs> and it's gonna be the first of many Super Mario Sunshine references um mm -hmm. as we go through the state bit of the main quest. I think I'm thinking of like Noki Bay. Like the water in that area in Sunshine, mm -hmm. remember just being kind of like a sickly purple colour until you mm -hmm. um I think it's until you clean the blooper's teeth. <laughs> Oh, what a sentence when you say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's certainly no accident that this whole region in this game is doing a big Ocarina of Time. No, sorry. Big Mario Sunshine reference. Yes. Because we were talking about Ocarina of Time earlier. I had it in the brain. Yeah. Um, from, yeah, the sludge slime everywhere. You've got to clean it up. <laughs> no, because only with the power of the Nintendo GameCube was that possible. Such sludge physics. Yep, that's why Mario had to get the flood device before Link. So when we first... And the first... Yeah, I could say, the first quest we do when we arrive is a bit of Mario Sun shining. Yep, the sludge-covered statue. And this is also where we meet... Possibly the most controversial character in Tears of the Kingdom? <laughs> For some. <laughs> For some. Um, <laughs> yes. We, uh... Well, we initially meet, um... When we first get there, it's, uh... It's, we don't know the, who, 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 who this, this green Zora is. Um, we find a Zora named Chroma. Um, that they've used all their splash fruit to kind of treat sludge-inflicted injuries. So we spoke about that on mm. the last episode, how 
Mm-hmm. Does 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 you're using this splash route to get themselves out of the sludge if they get you know all gunked up, which makes sense. You you'd you'd imagine that as fish people they've probably got gills and stuff, and that can't be healthy for them at all. So splash route, pure water heals them up. Um, but uh, yeah, so the the green Zora says that. The statue is really, really important, and oh, just wish you could, you know, wash away, wash away the sludge. So, presumably, you'll chuck a chuck a splash route at the statue, and <laughs> the statue is um, of Link. Yeah, I <laughs> I love this so much, especially <laughs> like having just met this character. We don't who, know yet. We don't know who. Yeah, who, okay, uh, okay, that's yeah. true. That's true. But yeah, yes, yeah. this is a statue of Sidon with Link riding him. <laughs> yes. Full on uh, softboard style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that that sentence could be misinterpreted. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was, of course, a callback to Breath of the Wild because that's the the big story event for you to get into the Divine Beast Varuta in Mm -hmm. that game but uh, once you clean the statue everyone kind of looks at Link and then they all realise who Link is (laughs) oh it's you you're the one that's riding our prince Um, and then the green Zora introduces herself and she says oh that's you riding my (laughs) fiancé and uh, she introduces herself it's her name is Yoda I think there is, um, you can find mention of her on the, on the history tablets before you get to, um, before you get to Zora's domain. All right. Okay. Because, um, it talks about it being an arranged marriage and how they were childhood friends. And Sidon knew he was going to marry her before he even knew what that really meant. Right. Okay. Okay. Which is something which, um. Certain fans cling to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, the elephant in the room is that um, Yona is the character that may have sunk a thousand ships. (laughs) If you want to use that terminology. Yeah. A lot of people interpreted Link and Sidon's relationship. Not unreasonably, I would say. As more close than just friends in Breath of the Wild. And some might speculate that Nintendo just threw in a fiancé to shut that down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nintendo. They would never do that. The company that would never introduce, you know, same-sex marriage and traumatizing life or anything like that. No, definitely not. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that was never my reading of Sidon. I don't think... I I loved Sidon in um, Breath of the Wild, but I saw it more as... Because they cut back to him as a little boy seeing Link, right? It's hero worship. Like, that's how I... Yeah, that's how I always read it. It was just, like, Link's his hero. Yeah. Um, But he is also, you know... A big and then obviously handsome. then becoming like anyway, best friends with as, the zero as, as well, three... like adds another kind of level to it. Yeah. As three chads ourselves, we can say this. 
Sidon has big Chad energy, so of course everyone loves him. <laughs> he does have big Chad energy. No. And, um, no, I'll save it for when we potentially might meet the man himself. Um, but, yeah. yeah, there's a lot to love about him. So yeah, I, I don't necessarily ship them, but also I got no beef with anyone who does. Like it's there's plenty there to to um to I work with. That. Yeah, definitely. definitely. It's not coming out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean that's I suppose the 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 beauty of a game like this, if you you know, enjoy you know, shipping characters together, you can do it with Link and Zelda. There's a lot of feel for that fire. Equally there's a lot of feel yeah. for Link and Sight On. You know? And I think, for as much as people might say that they added the fiancé to shut it down, they made it an arranged marriage so that it's still, the option's still there. Unrequited love. Link coming back going like, <laughs> I'm your first wife. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in historical cultures and even in like the Japanese samurai, right, it was fairly common like, yeah, sure, you can be gay. Just you still have to get married, though. To have an heir. I mean, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Even more so for a for a prince, right? Like there'd be a yep. pressure there to continue the royal line. So yeah, you can. You're always welcome to just say that's what's going on. Yeah. Did you guys like Yona? Yeah, I thought she was fine. Mm-hmm. I I, I kind of liked that she was there, like. Trying to to sort of win Sidon over, but Sidon was preoccupied with everything else. And they finally got to, like, just talk like characters never do. <laughs> so, yeah, I, th- I thought she was a great character. I see, I th- obviously, being as online as I am, saw people hating on her. <laughs> <laughs> the jealousy is real. That's yeah. all that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a good character. I like her. It should have been me! <laughs> yeah. The other uh, the other thing you could maybe, until you know what's going on, the issue you could have here is Sidon remove the statue of Mifer and put one of himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Of course, we find out there's a little more to it than that very yeah. shortly. Um, but the next thing we should probably do, if we want to have a good time here in the Zora's domain, is to uh, repair the Zora armor. Uh, not quite. Oh, overlooked a shrine here, haven't we? Oh, there is a shrine. Your spot. Oh on yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah, you got to have travel point travel shrine. Shrine. <laughs> Yes, uh, Mogawak shrine. Also known. They've done the same trick as um, the Rito village. Where they put the shrine in a position that at first you think, oh, that's not that convenient. And then you remember that you have... Um, yeah. This is why I remember yeah. why I travelled from, like, un- got to Zora's Domain from underneath, because, like, straight to, like, the shrine was more, like, practically my first stop. You're underneath the Great Yeah, village. I think... Yeah, I think I was exactly the same, Jess. Because, yeah, I get to the shrine so I can save and go to work, mm-hmm. whatever I had to do. Did you know, like, partly, like... To like off to the left, I don't know if you would have noticed this or not, but I didn't notice it at the time. But off to the left of the shrine, 
that leads to like the upper bridge there's actually a ladder to get up I think I I noticed that like yeah tens of hours into not like, I'm, like I didn't know time. that until like I was pretty much done with the game and I like one night I was yeah, yeah, my yeah. brothers and I was watching my nephew play the game and he was in Zora's Domain and there's like by the shrine and then I was like there's a ladder there like that's the first time <laughs> I ever noticed it like that's unbelievable all I done was like and I said to my nephew I was like I ascend I ascended like through the bridge like every single time to get up to Zora's Domain from that shrine <laughs> yeah no yeah I was exactly the same but the more you know there's actually a ladder <laughs> So this shrine is the power of water. Yes. Um, and is this one introducing us to the um, the spraying Zonai devices? Uh no. Um, this one so. initially you get those there in, is those in Golden City, uh, right? a puzzle where there's like a water, a water wheel, and you've got to add planks onto this like rotating wheel so the water will hit the plank and become a functioning water wheel which it's in itself is a battery which you can then use you can then put like a, a zonai battery onto this panel to charge it um mm. you then put the battery on another panel which then electrifies some water no, electrifies a, a metal ball and then there's another metal ball on the other side of the, the pool of water you've kind of got to get them touching so the current passes between the metal balls mm -hmm. um, which then I think powers another door and a platform that you can use to get to the end of the shrine so it's a, it's a little kind of, it is water based puzzle in a sense but it's not revolving around the um the fire hydrants, I think, like I think Jas was saying, okay. that was in the Goron region. Oh, yeah, yeah, because we had it for the magma. Yeah, you are right. yeah. yeah, actually, kind of charging up a little kind of battery device to kind of open these guys. It's a pretty neat puzzle. Yeah. Like, you're charging I a battery with a that you make. I don't remember this factoring into anything in the main quest itself coming up. Usually these sort of early shrines or mm. shrines around this kind of region would then... Uh, that one tends to be like the real tutorial for the dungeon shrine is usually on like the the path up to the dungeon. Mm. Maybe we'll see as we approach. So I suspect once we get into the air and we find yeah. our little checkpoint shrine that's yeah. when we'll find that. Very true. But uh, yes, as you were saying, Luke, um, there's uh, something that we could potentially do right now. Yes, um, I definitely, I remember doing it in this order because had I not done it, then getting up to the next bit of the actual main story would have been a, a much bigger pain than it was. True, but the game kind of suggests that you're meant to climb your way up to the next bit of the story so after you clean the i'm wondering out, now which way around i did actually do it well you're after, right the game is very much like okay go up and see sidon right now yeah so he mentions that side sidon's up on top of uh 
Plymouth Mountain by Mipha's statue. So, kind of alluding that, well, there's still a statue of Mipha and a place of respect for Mipha just on top of a mountain instead of in Zora's domain. So it's almost like a place of pilgrimage now for them in a lot of ways and it's another sacred site. Well, yeah, and once we get up there, it's actually, she's been given a whole park in her honour, so it's not like he's shunted her off to make room for his statue, it's he's increased her honour. His and Link's statue, let's not get let's not get yeah. wild, <laughs> I'm sure if you are Sidon, it's more Link's statue than his. <laughs> yes. Um, so... Yona also says, once you've seen Sidon, come back and talk to me. However, if you talk to her beforehand, she says that um, she's been preparing Link's Zora armor, which was used in the main quest in Breath of the Wild, or am I misremembering things? In yes, in Breath of the Wild, it's it's essential to the main quest. Yeah, that's it right. It more or less is here, but it's not. It's yeah. I mean, there's I other. Ways. It doesn't as explicitly tell you to. Yeah. So the 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 thing about Link's Zora armor, if you played Breath of the Wild, it allows you to swim up waterfalls. Um, mm-hmm. So it's very useful for getting around Zora's domain and the surrounding area, as you would expect. I think the reason it's not an essential part of um, the quest at this point, I think you definitely need it later. But at this point, you can you know dart about on your many Zonai devices that you might have made by this point, so... Mm-hmm. But, as we all know, I just played this game like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to repair the armour, uh, Yona says that she needs an ancient arowana. Uh, and unless you were um, really spending a lot of time in the Great Sky Island, it's not likely you'll have one at this point. Um, so she suggests talking to uh, the blacksmith, who I think is down by the item shop. And he says, oh, ancient Arowana, yeah, I think you'll be able to find some of those up at Mipha's statue on Plymouth Mountain. So he can... Ah, uh, yes. Like, so oh, I think yeah, you're right. That is exactly anyway. what happened. <laughs> I'm basically yeah. reminding you, go follow the main quest, please. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't be sidetracked yeah. with this armor. That's it. Even though I did. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> they want you to climb the mountain. They want you to climb the mountain properly once, right? Before you're allowed to just skip it. Yeah. In a classic yeah. bit of game image. Yeah. I, I remember climbing this mountain being a big deal in Breath of the Wild because we had to go and fight. Um, that's like the time the story gets you to fight a Lionel. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, again, I think this was kind of an optional thing. Because it's yeah, it was because they wanted you to get lightning arrows, uh, and technically you yes. could just like go near him and kite some arrows off of him, and not actually fight him if you wanted to. I think I did that. <laughs> I think I was way too. Well, early I did. I did the Zora really late in Breath of the Wild, so I just you just kicked his arse. Yeah. Fought him for reals easier. But it's uh, it's a fairly. I mean, I think because there's ways to get about, and I think that there's a path that will lead you most of the way up there. It's not too difficult to get up to the top of Plymouth Mountain and to to Mifas Court as well. No, it's doable. Um, and in fact, if you're if you're going 
um, kind of up through the eastern bridge and going up that way you'll probably end up going popping into a cave near there and getting another piece of the climber set to make your job even easier we got the climber's bandana in Plymouth Mountain Cave so yes the climber's bandana that got me my banger tweet where I compared Link <laughs> to uh, the game's animal Dave Perry <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what a reference. <laughs> I've been set up fairly badly here today. <laughs> I'm not a journalist, I'm a marketing specialist. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'll play the game next year when it releases in this country. <laughs> <laughs> the unbelievable amount of salt. Oh, it's, it's incredible. Uh, if you don't it's know like about the... listeners, just do yourself a favour and go on YouTube and type in Dave Perry, Super Mario 64. Type it, yeah, Dave Perry incident will get you the... Uh... <laughs> Dave Perry incident! <laughs> it's like if you type in Dave Perry, it autofills to incident. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, But eventually we do arrive at a beautiful water feature garden in the honour of Mipha. Another commonly shipped with Link character, now that I think about it. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, there was death. She's like the, the childhood friend sort of um, trope in Breath of the Wild. Well, there's the whole thing about the Zora armour. Um... Yeah, it's like... It's meant to be made for your as like a proposal, right? For your spouse, yeah. Like it's the fact that she gives it to Link is very romantically charged. Um, mm. But yeah, my reading of it is I always see that Link and Zelda are, are into each other, and I just thought that the poor uh, poor Mifa, her love would be unrequited. Mm. So I mean. In this, this link has got Sidon, definitely hero worship. You could read it that way if you want. Link and Zelda is a thing if you want to read it that way. Mifa's definitely a thing. And then you've got, um, what's her chops? The Gerudo princess puts her ring on his, like, engagement ring finger. Riju. Yeah, Riju. The only one who's not making moves on him is um, the child and the big girl baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody wants you, Nobo, after them. Let's reveal. No. Or the child. Also, also <laughs> I think um, I think Goron's just like emerge from rocks. I don't think they have romantic interests. No, their their romantic interest is eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way to a Goron's heart. <laughs> Rock roast. But uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's I a mean... really um, it's a nice little cutscene you get when you first emerge up here because we see an actual pristine patch of water, um, mm. and basically what's happening here is Sidon has special water powers, presumably because he's part of the royal family. Um, 
and uh, or perhaps he's destined for greater things um, and he's able to kind of separate the sludge in fact there's a few of them that they're up to it right it's not just him yeah he's he's sort of leading the charge but it seems like a lot of the Zora have he's some degree power. of water power or are they just up yeah, there yeah. kind of guarding him right because he's the prince I think there's definitely some guards. Oh yeah, he's, he is. He is literally doing doing the magic. Yeah, with the others. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're stopping the main flow of sludge from getting into the like the primary room. water source that they all drink yeah. from and everything. Yeah, and then and, and living. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, it's it'd be absolutely disastrous if this was if this dam was to burst, so to speak. So he can't move. Um, from from his spot, he's he's holding back the tide. But uh, yeah, but the, the point I wanted to mention earlier is, um, I think Sidon's theme is mm. probably it's probably the best character theme. Yeah, it's the only one that I can yeah. easily call to mind. I mean, I think there's there's there is great music in this game, usually for locations or for um fights but as a character theme yeah you're right he, he might be up there i think it's the best totally new piece of music because i i, I mean mm. we've waxed lyrical about you know rito village and then the wind but that is also fight. that's a callback to the wind waker um yeah whereas this i mean yeah okay it came for breath of the wild but you know what i mean it's just a great yeah yeah for this series it's a great theme and I, i'm sure I don't know if it's later in the main quest or where it comes, but I'm sure there's like a heroic version of the theme, like a more upbeat, because it's quite a gentle Yeah, because when we first meet him, he is kind of downbeat because he's he's felt, he's in a position where all he could do is hold it off. He can't Delay solve the, the inevitable. problem. Yeah. <laughs> and then Link shows up and eventually... Cause it takes a bit of convincing you get him on an actual on the quest with you and his demeanor does change and i do remember the music taking a more heroic turn and you finally get that classic side on grin yes the, 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 the little glint when he does the the <laughs> grin oh yeah 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 <laughs> ding <laughs> brilliant but uh yeah i mean a true chad a, a true Chad through and through. Yes. <laughs> the giga of the gigasheds. Um, <laughs> he uh he says um to kind of what he's been up to is he's sent um a historian Giato to kind of find out what's going up in the sky and he's sent Giato to go investigate some fallen ruins and ancient documents and he said, you know, if you go speak to Giato you might get some answers about what's up with Zelda as well because, well, the whole reason we've come here is to try and get some clues about Zelda. Obviously we're going to help the Zora out as well and with the sludge problem but uh, yeah and Giato, I think he was in Breath of the World as well, he's a he's an old man mm-hmm. but a wise old man and he's at uh, Toto Lake, which I think isn't that far from Mifa Court. Yeah, you you can pretty much glide there, as I recall, because it's a little bit downhill. 
There's a bunch of lakes, though, so it's always a pain to find specific yeah. ones. Oh, we do have a shine here, though. Ah. Yeah, Mid-air perch. Yes. Ihera shrine. And... Ah, yes. This one is all about hoverstones. Hmm. <laughs> oh, me and Jess already learned about hoverstones yep. back in the The hard way. <laughs> Maybe this would have been helpful. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you go into the shrine, you see them all hovering there, like, pretty kind of obvious how they work from that first image. Oh, that's what those are for. Outside of, like, you know, specific shrines or puzzles in the overworld or what have you, I don't think I used these. I used them. To make laser boys. Oh, of course. Yes, I forgot they're an <laughs> integral part of laser boys. <laughs> yeah, silly me. But yeah, I, they, they're not that useful for making any sort of traversal or anything. But cool idea. It's funny you said yeah. that. I was like and watching yeah, when, the when shrine, watching the little YouTube video with the shrine there, and like just as you said that, like Link uses it for traversal, not really. Yeah, away. you put them above you and like ascend <laughs> through them is quite Yeah, you attach like a bit of metal kind of beam to make a little bridge path. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yes, we have to head across to Total Lake where um, we will pick up the next main quest, which is called The Broken Slate. And I think it's at this point that I don't think we've spoken about this yet but i think this is the most involved out of any of the main quests because there's a good chunk of game before you actually get to the dungeon and it feels yeah, like yeah, yeah. It feels i think like... once you get to the dungeon the dungeon felt a little bit slight but perhaps yeah. that's because you kind of have to count all of this as part of it too right yeah that's it yeah, even more like if you count in, like if you actually took the time to kind of get the Zora armor, like especially mm-hmm. if you don't get the clue from the little guy in the shop, like you could be looking for that fish for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I should have mentioned this when we were up there, but if you go up to like past where Sidon is and kind of go up, there's like kind of a little. Kind of like a little flowing stream up to the top of there. There's like a main fountain and swimming around in the fountain. You'll probably find the ancient arowana, which you need for the Zora armor. So we'll, we'll pick that back up when we're back down in the domain. Hmm. But the broken slate is a pretty quick quest. Um, basically, there's this massive stone tablet with a chunk missing out of it. And Giato's like... Uh, yeah, there's something about the sky written there, but I can't, I can't make out, make out what it's saying because well, there's a big chunk missing out of it. And uh, if you nosy around, have a look about, you'll find the rest, the rest of the slate underneath some sludge. Clear the sludge with a splash fruit, and you can then ultra hand and pop the slate back. Yeah, in put place. it back together. Do some Lego. Yep. And um, pop your uncle in the the the. the, the it gives a riddle which says um, 
Stand upon the land of the skyfish and behold its lofty view. Among the floating rocks you see, a droplet waits for you. Through this droplet shoot an arrow with the mark of the king. Do this task and you shall reveal a most wondrous thing. See the watery bridge's resting spot with your own two eyes. That which connects Azora to the people of the skies. Batman will never figure that one out. <laughs> Riddle me this! I've got a puzzle for no, you, Batman! No, 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 no. I think, I think on that note, we should call it there for now. <laughs> Not inviting that character into the room. <laughs> well... If you've enjoyed this podcast, um, as we mentioned at the start, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Make sure you give us five stars and, yeah, we might give you a shout out. Uh, if you want to help support the podcast, you can head on over to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. And there you can give a dollar a month to hear episodes a little bit early. Or even if you don't want to give us any money, that's a good place to find links to the other podcasts that we create. Uh, where you might want to see more of the puzzler over at the Game Game Show. You Although, according to Jay, you will not. <laughs> I mean, go listen to Game Game Show, it's good, but don't encourage the puzzler. <laughs> and you can also find us on Twitter, all of that, at Monster Mash. No, wrong podcast. Hyrule Field <laughs> Pod. <laughs> Although, who wants to be on Twitter these days? And, uh, Jas, do you have some sage words of advice for us this week? Yeah, don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Catch you later! See you later.